Welcome to the Travel Podcast brought to you by BYO Kids. I'm glad you have come back to join us. It's Josh here and... Leah, nice to see you again. And we're talking about the... The beautiful Solomon Islands today. Um, They are gorgeous, stunning water, great diving, great snorkeling, and lots of land activities on offer as well. And you just went there, didn't you? I have just been. It was funny. I actually went over there and uh, returned three weeks later because I loved it so much. I just uh, had to go back and see a bit more of the beautiful Solomons. And I didn't get to go, so (laughs) I won't be doing much of the talking today. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so where is it? Okay, the Solomons are are really well-placed for Australians. They are just off of the coast of... Queensland, really, um, up near Papua New Guinea. They're, they're northeast of Queensland. So if you can uh, picture where Vanuatu is, keep going north. And if you can imagine where Papua New Guinea is, it is east. The Solomons are east of Papua New Guinea. Yeah, so how come I've never heard of the Solomon Islands, but I've heard of Vanuatu? Yeah, it's very interesting. It's uh, That's one of the things that I was surprised with is that I'd never come across much of the Solomon Islands in all my years of travel. Um, they, the Solomons is an interesting place. It has a big World War II history, and um, they actually did have uh, some civil fighting up until 2004, and I think that has kept the Solomons fairly um, low, I guess, on the travel list, but all that has changed now. Everything's changed, and the Solomons is a welcoming tourist, and they are just beautiful because it actually is so untouched and raw and natural that is the absolute plus of the Solomons. Wait, so before I even start, if, before I even begin, i got to ask, is it dangerous to go? <laughs> no, it's not dangerous, no. Um, as I said, they had some fighting in the past, but that is uh, that was over sort of 12 years ago now, more than, more than 12 years ago, and now... Um, it's a, a great destination. Tourism is very new there, though. Um, don't expect, you know, a Fiji with resorts every every two blocks. It is um, a very untouched destination if you love nature. And, and a lot of the resorts are, are very, very small. It's, it's completely, I guess, what a lot of the South Pacific, um, Fiji, Vanuatu, it's not like that at all. It's... Um, untouched and natural and and really really quite spectacular so i'm assuming it is um rainforesty islands and they're just small islands is that right yeah well actually it's the solomon islands is um big it's actually very big it it's got six main areas um and islands. islands yeah six main provinces um, one island, or? and nine hundred ninety-two islands Whoa. actually make up the Solomons. So, if you, that's what makes it just such an amazing destination. How big's the biggest island? Oh, I don't know in kilometres. I will check that for you. Um, it's bigger than you can drive around. You know, it's it's large. It's you could only cover half of it if you drove for a day, kind of thing. Okay. It's it's quite large. Okay. And it's rainforesty? It is very rainforesty. Um, the the largest island is the one with the capital on it. Um, Honiara is the capital. And Guadalcanal, 
Guadalcanal is the <laughs> island. Um, and it is, all the islands are very rainforesty. It is very much a tropical destination. It has um, big volcanoes, extinct and, and live. And so it has got that amazing um, landscape of, of mountains with, with huge tropical rainforest on them. And beaches. Beaches and lots and lots of streams and rivers. So, um, you know, you also have your land activities like whitewater rafting is actually available there. You can um, go up the streams and, and there's caving and um, there's a lot of World War II memorabilia still out in the paddocks, tanks and fighter planes and you can actually go out and see them out in the forest too. So it's quite amazing. Okay, so what's the temperature and climate? Is it... Warm. It's always warm. It yep. is a tropical destination because it is quite high and close to the equator. It, it averages around 27 degrees year-round. Pretty good. Um, yeah, it doesn't have... Uh, because it is an island country, island nation, it does often have the breezes, the sea breezes. So it doesn't get excruciatingly hot in degrees, but it, it can get very, very humid. It does tend to rain more... Um, from early in the year through to about April and our winter like the same Australian months as winter here May, June, July, August are the coolest months of the Solomons but being having said that it's still going to be swimming weather. So is that the best time to go? Um, I would go year round to the Solomons both the times I went were early um, early in the year we when um, it rained it just tended to rain in the afternoon for for an hour or so like you do get in humid locations and then the rest of the days were gorgeous um so if you if you don't like humidity i would tend to go in in our winter what are the currency and visa situation okay for australians we we don't require a a visa um they will just do what they need to do on arrival with your passport so you'll get your you know your normal stamps and things like that um the currency is Solomon Island dollar, and it's around one to six. So one Australian dollar will give you six Solomon Island dollars. Um, the Solomons is not a what I would call a cheap destination. It's around the same cost as Australia to, to stay in a hotel or eat out at a restaurant. The main capital city, Honiara, mm-hmm. actually does have some big hotels, a couple of casinos. It has a big shipping port. Do people drive around in fancy cars? Um, people drive around in cars, but not particularly fancy ones. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a real mix. Honiara is a, is a city and it has over, I think, over 60,000 people living there. It's completely different than the rest of the Solomons. So my advice would definitely be, you know, for sure, have a look at Honiara. But really getting out to the islands is where you want to be. Um, because they are where you find your your very rustic, um, traditional style of living. The you know what I guess what you would call the real Solomons. I heard that people live differently out there. Can you explain? Yeah. Oh, they just they live very traditionally, very sustainably. So they grow their own fruit and veg. They build their own houses out of bamboo. Um, they catch their own fish every day, very much a seafood destination. So they still um, paddle out in wooden out, wooden traditional canoes that are dug out 
and that is the main form of transport out on the island. So they'll they'll be out there fishing every day for their dinner and um, their houses they make themselves and they grow grow everything else they need. So a very sustainable lifestyle out on the islands. Do those people have jobs or make money or anything or do they not worry about that? Um, they A lot of them don't, yeah. Sometimes uh, there'll be a few people from a particular village that will have some work um, and they will provide the money to buy maybe items that they need, clothing or, or staples and things like that. But just... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do they need to buy staples? <laughs> staples is not staples. <laughs> staples is like what? Oh, rice, staples. pasta, bread. <laughs> you idiot! What a, what a fun podcast! So, what type of traveller? is best suited to go visit the Solomon Islands? The Solomons is good for everybody. One of the benefits of the Solomons is that it is so close. It is only a two and a half hour flight from Brisbane. Uh, actually, on that, Virgin and Solomon Air both fly to the Solomons, to Honiara. So it is a really accessible destination. I would say it does suit the more active, yeah, active traveller. Um, there's a lot of uh, small planes when you go out to the islands and boats that you need to be a- able to get on and off. Yeah, comfortable on. So, but it is for anybody. Um, but it's not the kind of destination where you're going to just go and lay around a resort pool all day. That's not the Solomons. It's it's more where you're in the water, you're snorkeling, kayaking, you're going for walks. You're there's plenty of time to relax as well. Um, but I don't think it's for that person who just literally wants to to go to a resort and shop and lay by the pool. That's probably not the destination. But families, families, it's perfect for. If there's no kids clubs as such in the Solomons at any of the resorts, but um, the people of the Solomons love love kids they're very friendly and they will arrange activities for the whole family you know you can go boating um, out to an island for a picnic lunch go swimming so for families that love to do things together and that are active it's perfect and anybody really that loves nature and also the history buffs because of the world war ii history there, very appealing for um people that might want to explore a little bit more about the history of the Solomons. Okay, just quickly, where can people stay on the islands? The resorts that are currently um, on the islands are beautiful. Uh, they're they're rustic. They have um, hot water though. They don't have air conditioning, but they have fans and they have beautiful ocean breezes. And they are generally like beach bungalow style of accommodation and most of the resorts can only accommodate around between 20 and 30 people so only about 10 to 15 little bungalows per resort at the moment um so it's lovely and private as well it's not a busy 
resort with hundreds of people rolling up at the buffet and things like that. So um, the food, they have their own chefs at the resorts and they make all the food fresh daily and most of it is from the sea. So the fishermen actually come through in the morning with their catch, their fish, and but of course they do have, you know, vegetarian options, meat, chicken, all those kind of foods as well um the food actually is was spectacular in the solomon's i i really it's so fresh it's beautiful so if i was to stay at a resort on one of the islands maybe not the main island but a further one out how do i get to that island the domestic flights depart from honiara every day so solomon airlines um go to all the surrounding islands so you will be on the smaller type planes maybe the planes that hold up to 15 people or so what do the runways look like the runways are great because they're all um most of them were built during the war and a lot of them take up basically an entire little island so you fly out Honiara you land on this little island and you walk straight out the back which is where all the little boats are docked up and jump on your boat from your resort will be there waiting for you to take you directly to um, your resort because that's probably on another island nearby because there is so many islands of the Solomons. The airports sort of have their own islands and then you get taken by boat to the other islands. Interesting. And I heard it's a good wedding destination it is emerging as a new wedding destination um because the resorts are so small it is one of those unique places where a bride and groom might be able to book out an entire resort for their wedding so that's like a very luxurious sort of thing to be able to do to have an entire island for your wedding party the resorts are quite unique they're quite rustic um and it's definitely a beach sort of wedding location they're not massive five-star sort of Sheraton style resorts they are your little beach bungalows so it suits a bride and groom that really um you know want to experience the culture and that beach style of wedding okay any uh cool experience you had I had lots of cool experiences we did actually go out uh, surfing on one of the uh, reef breaks, which was amazing, had the entire break to ourselves. Is there surf? There is surf. There's actually quite good surf in the Solomons and it is emerging as a quite a popular little surf secret. So they are all reef breaks and you need to access them by boat, uh, but you can certainly surf there. We went to a village and experienced church where the singing is amazing and then played footy with the kids afterwards. So um, you can visit the villages as well. You do need to get permission, but that can be arranged by your resort. Uh, some of the other experiences, the War, the war Museum actually in Honiara, um, the outdoor uh, war museum is sensational and well worth a visit. Um, you, can, you can swim with dolphins, you can fish we went fishing and caught we went out for about two hours and just caught enough uh, fish to feed everybody um very easily and quickly so the fishing's amazing the diving of course is spectacular as is the snorkeling and that is or has been you know the main tourism industry 
for the Solomons in the last 10 years or so. Uh, you crystal clear waters, absolutely spectacular waters. Thank you for listening to the Travel Podcast, brought to you by byokids.com.au. If you want to go to um, the islands, go on to byokids.com.au today and uh, they'll help you get there, won't they? Yeah, we certainly would love to be sending people to the Solomon Islands. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Lair and I'm leaving you with our fun fact about the Solomons. They do have the largest saltwater lagoon, the Morovo Lagoon in the Solomons. It is spectacular and well worth a look at. Bye.